0: What's up ladies and gentle nuts? Welcome back to this week's episode where we meet the lovely and hectic physiotherapist Kristen Andrews. Now Kristen and I we go way back to the uni days over at the University of Newcastle and it's safe to say that her new grad year did not go as expected and I can't wait to unpack this episode with her. So without further delay let's hear Kristen's new grad year story and as always thank you for listening to the flexing physio podcast Woo! Kristen Andrews last time I saw you was like seven years ago <laughs> nah, jokes, seven I years
1: ago we're not that old yet
0: Nah, maybe maybe five mm-hmm. four or five years ago I think
1: it actually would be four or five years ago yeah
0: yeah I remember oh true
1: you did the Tamworth thing at year the end long.
0: of
1: yeah. year long. So it would have been five years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It has been a hot minute. And I do remember the last time we we actually worked on an assignment together. I, I don't know if you remember that. It was like a group I, assignment.
1: I thought you'd bring it up. Yes, I do remember that. It was just, wasn't it just the two of us? Was it just the two of us? Was or, it? Because, or do we just carry the team? I think we just carry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah because i remember Please. it was a pediatrics one wasn't it
1: yeah and we used my niece as the as the um subject the study was yes. studied my little baby niece
0: well that's so funny anyway that was like my yeah. like second year uni or first year. i can't remember
1: i think it was second year yeah that was a long time yeah. ago
0: fond memories fond nothing but With fond memories old. um so if you're listening to this, you're probably already put two and two together. Chris and I, we went to uni together um, over at Newcastle University, represent, and <laughs> today I have the pleasure of speaking with you um, and chat about your new grad year, your new grad experience, and just get to know you a little bit better. So before we get cracking, I need to ask you a couple of get to know you questions, and I didn't preempt you for this, but I'm sure you'll be fine. That's right. I'm ready. Good. So I'm assuming you're a tea drinker, like a English breakfast or an Earl Grey drinker.
1: Wow. How, how perceptive of you. Yes, I do drink tea. <laughs> Good.
0: And do you put milk in your tea?
1: Most of the time, yes.
0: Okay. How much quantity-wise? Are you a dash of milk or are you like a proper, the, the tea is white milk?
1: No. Actually... I had a discussion about this with my husband the other day. He's mm-hmm. gotten to the point where he can make me a perfect cup of tea now. So I'm long brew, like a five. Leave yeah. the tea bag in for like four to five minutes, and yeah. then just a moderate amount of milk because I want to taste the tea.
0: Yeah, that's a really, really good answer. I, um, <laughs> I actually thought like just by assuming here, I actually thought you were just a, it's just a very quick dash, very fast dash of milk type of gal.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be a fair, a fair assumption.
0: Good. And what what's your favorite tea, Kristen?
1: Oh, that's a hard question. I mean, like I go for English breakfast most of the time. Yeah. I have a tea every night, actually, after dinner. It's between that and a really good peppermint tea because that makes my tummy feel good.
0: Yes, yes, I'm a big peppermint fan, especially mm-hmm. after like a heavy, heavy dinner.
1: Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. You're like, oh gosh. That I regret my life. It tasted so good, but I feel so sick. Peppermint tea will fix
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. After a huge buffet, I'll usually make myself a peppermint tea just to make myself yeah. feel a bit better.
1: I feel like it's a psychological thing too. It's like I feel yeah. so sick. If I drink this peppermint tea, I will feel better. Whether or not it's actually making me feel better. I don't know but I think it does so it does.
0: Yeah, that's right. And in <laughs> physio world there's a lot of that stuff that we do anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well are you a movie fan? Do you like watching movies?
1: I, I do like watching movies. I don't watch a heap of movies. I'm pretty picky actually. I don't I don't like I watch it if I think it's going to be good.
0: Mm, sure. Well, uh, my next question to you was what is your go-to movie snack?
1: Oh, a go-to movie snack. Oh, that's really hard. Um at the movies at the movies, I would get yeah. Maltesers and a packet of plain chips.
0: Ah, so no popcorn.
1: No, I'm not a popcorn person. I don't like it's too much salt on it. It makes my lips mm. go crinkly. Yeah, like a prune. <laughs> I hate the prune lips.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I when I when I watch movies, I love watching movies, and I love what, eating popcorn. But I go through phases during the movie, like prune lips. and i wash it down with some pepsi max and then i'm good to go i'm fresh and then i get into prune lips again and it's just a cycle until the movie finishes
1: your lips must rehydrate really quickly because if i prune lip it's prune lip until the end of the movie and i'm sitting there like wow i wish i didn't do that
0: yeah then you go to your husband do me a kiss
1: (laughs) yeah yeah look at my pruney lips
0: all right that's fantastic. Now, we're not here to talk about prune lips, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so, Kristen, you graduate. Well, we both graduated at the end of 2019. Is that correct? We did. Yeah, we so did. So 2020 was your new grad year? Yeah. Which is also, as everyone knows, 2020 was the year that the world kind of fell apart.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a really good year to be a new grad.
0: Yeah. Well, actually. Funny you say that, but I would actually prefer to be a new grad rather than still studying. What's your opinion on on that on there?
1: Oh, during COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely. Uh, uh, actually, I haven't thought about that. Maybe I would prefer to be a new grad. Mm. I
0: did.
1: I didn't know what I don't know what uni was actually like for people during COVID. Uh the placement would have been really hard. So mm. I I guess it's good we had that out of the way. Yeah. But. I would have much preferred to be like not a new grad and maybe four years out.
0: <laughs> if only, right?
1: If only, right? I'm just four years, four years too young.
0: <laughs> so tell us about what. Uh, what did your new grad year look like for you?
1: So, it was a bit of a shit show, actually. Um, tell me about it, it. Oh, okay. I haven't even told you any of this yet. So no. come on, you can come on this wild ride with me.
0: All right, let's go. So
1: the first job that I was offered was mm-hmm. at the back end of 2019 right because mm-hmm. um, you know there's a there's a whole thing I don't know if you were the same as this but at the end of uni or approaching the end of uni I was really stressed about getting a job I was like I have to get a job and I have to get a good job and I want it to be this type of job and, and so I applied for oh my gosh like, I don't know, 15 jobs. I probably did about 15 interviews or something like that. And Mm. I did a book. I I will say this about myself. I interview really well. I I did get offers for most of the jobs that I applied for. And I didn't need to do that. I stressed myself out a lot. But Mm. then I accepted a job that was um, with people that I'd done placement with um, previously in my fourth year. Um, and that was like, kind of felt obvious to me that I would do that because I kind of knew them already.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then I went, so I accepted that job and I went on a holiday to Vietnam, which was really fun. <clears throat> that was the first time my husband and I had ever gone anywhere together on a holiday. We didn't even go, oh, we went to like Byron Bay on our honeymoon, but that was yeah. really the only. So we were really excited. We finished uni. And yeah. then um, I, the place that I, had accepted my job, asked me to cut my holiday short and come back and start practicing before I was registered.
0: Okay, um, red flag, two red yeah, flags.
1: Yeah, big red flags, right? But, you know, at the end of uni, you're like, oh, okay, I just guess this might be what it is. Like, mm. I, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. These people need me. They wanted me to start practicing because they were they were looking after a fairly high-level sports team. Okay. And their season was starting you know how their season kind of starts, like their preseason starts at the end of um, like the year prior. So yeah. it was starting at like, you know, November 2019. And mm. I wouldn't be really, I probably wouldn't have been registered until like January 2020, yeah. but then it is someone to cover that. And so I was like, I guess I'll do that because the opportunity sounded really good in terms of like working in the sporting thing. That was something I was interested in. And um, I just thought that that's, you know, this is what my boss is asking me to do, so I should do it. Mm. So I did. I cut my holiday short and I came back. Um I didn't actually start practicing because I brought up the fact that I was like, oh, I'm not really comfortable practicing without any registration. Hey, like <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um I because I you know how you have to apply to APRA and yeah. then there's um, a couple
0: of registration numbers you kind of need in order to start abs- work.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So I had to wait for that to come through, but that hadn't come through. So that was a little bit yeah. of a thing. And then there was just some, like, disagreements over, like, I asked for a day off, like, six months in the future, and they said no. And so, I, uh, yeah, it was a bit, there was a few red flags. And so I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, I don't think this is going to work out which is really scary because that ended up being in December 2020, 2019. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm actually jobless. And all of my friends have jobs that they're going to start in January and I didn't have a job. So mm-hmm. freaked out, jumped on the phone. It was it was actually Christmas Eve, I think. And I was jumping mm-hmm. on the phone. I mean, people must've thought I was crazy. Like these <laughs> practice owners would have been like, this chick's off chops. Why is she calling me on December 24th? <laughs> um, but I did that and I called this other person. I was like, hey, you know how you offered me a job? And I said no. Well, actually, can I say yes? Like, <laughs> retract, retract. Retract. Oh, I'm backpedaling. It didn't work out. with these other players that I said yes to and um, it's Christmas Eve and I'm clearly really stressed. And yeah. the, the person, the, the practice owner was like quite nice about it. He was like, yeah, no worries. Like we'll meet up and talk about it, obviously, after Christmas. And we mm-hmm. did that. And um, it went good and i ended up getting offered a position at a different practice so mm-hmm. that was also private practice the first one was a private practice and then the second one was a private practice yeah. so here we are at the second job and it's january 2020 right mm-hmm. well, everything sounded everything was going well at this point i was like yep cool i've got a position these people seem nice they were nice to me even though i said no and then i said yes so <laughs> i um yeah i know i started working at this place
0: yeah
1: um and then there was – so in at this point, this is like the normal stuff that I think a lot of new grads go through. I am a little bit of i um, – I'm a bit of a type A personality and I'm a mm. bit of a – you know when people say, oh, I'm a perfectionist and it's like, oh, okay, you're trying to say like that, like it's a good thing about yourself. Mm. It's actually a horrible thing. Um, I like to get things right on the first try. I don't like oh. to do something if I'm not good at it. And so being a new grad is – the opposite of that you can't be good at it on the first try because uni doesn't prepare you for that and i it do- it can't really because you're not actually treating people very much yeah. and um so i went in and like my first day i felt pretty good i was like yeah this is all right and then i you know there's the whole classic thing that happens where you're like you go holy shit i literally know nothing i know nothing yeah. about anything and i guess i know how to diagnose that that thing as a knee problem, but now what do I do? Like, yeah. okay, you've, you've got a grade two MCL sprain. Congratulations. I diagnosed that. Now what? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it was like that over and over. And I kept asking, like I asked a lot of questions to the people that I worked with to the point where it was like too many questions. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. I I came up, I probably came off as a little bit like. um. Local. Yeah, yeah, they would have been like, chill out, like,
0: yeah,
1: chill out, man. You figured it out. Um, and then COVID started trickling in, right? Mm-hmm. COVID starts trickling in, and then this practice, I think they took me, they took me on, um, without the clientele for me to start and be really busy like i mm. had to build a list and sure. building a list as a new grad is really difficult because you've got no clue what you're doing sure. um some people are probably better at it than others and i wasn't good at that from the from the get-go mm.
0: um
1: and then covid happened and then the guy who owned the practice you could tell started to get quite stressed about that as you would as a business mm. owner mm-hmm. um and and that kind of came off in like, that's where we started to kind of clash with one another. So Mm. I was really stressed and he was really stressed and we were stressed about two, the two opposing things. Right. I was like, I'm trying to be good and I don't know what I'm really doing. And he's like, I'm trying to run a practice and you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) So that was like, it kind of came to a head a little bit and we start Mm. and you could definitely, he got really frustrated with me and I got really frustrated with them. Um, And then, covid hit right and mm-hmm. everything went quiet for a for a hot minute right yeah. after that everybody knows it got actually got insane after that yeah everything got really quiet and because i was still this was march 2020 and i started in january 2020 i was technically still in my probationary period mm-hmm. and the boss was like just don't like we don't have work for you and i was like oh my god you've got to be kidding me this is job number two so job number one didn't work out for fun reasons Mm -hmm. job number two I mean I feel like that could have worked out potentially in the long run but maybe not personality there was a bit of a personality thing that happened there as well yeah am I making sense
0: yeah yeah you are okay great I'm just I'm just on this um journey with you and I'm sure the listeners are just on this journey with you right now so don't stop I hope they
1: are I hope this doesn't bore people um (laughs) but yeah so I got to that point and I was like look if i'm honest i saw it coming like there was a there was a lot of things that happened prior to that that kind of made me feel like that was going to happen anyway um so i'd already being my type a stressy personality because i was very stressed in my first year Mm. of practice had lined up things that if this falls down i'll have something to go to instantly so um the easiest place to get a job in physio is in community or aged care, right? If you wanted a job in the community or aged care, you could probably get a job tomorrow. Yeah. So that's what I did, right? I had that lined up. So as soon as I, I lost the job on the Monday and I got a call from a from an agency on the Tuesday saying, would mm. you like to work with us? I was like, yeah, I would like to, but I was pretty disappointed because throughout my whole um, uni career or whatever you want to call it, course. Yeah. Degree, that's the word. Um, Degree. I thought that I would end up in MSK private practice and that's where I landed and I tried it and I wasn't good at it straight away. And that made me really upset. And I was like, why did I do this degree? I actually Mm. suck. (laughs) Um, I, fine, I'm just going to go into aged care because- I can and it's and it's money and it's and it's work right now and I can't afford not to have work. So I went into aged care and it wasn't my thing, but the boss that I worked for was like the world's nicest human. Mm. Can I shout out to nice people? Of
0: course. Go for it. Oh my
1: gosh. I hope Steve Davis hears this one day, but he's like the the sweetest man. He's he's six foot ten, I think. Six foot ten. Yeah, yeah. What? So yeah, so fun story right. So the first day of my like community because it was it was community work so I had to drive around and see people at their houses, mostly yeah. older people, mm-hmm. and he came to pick me up and I like saw him in the car and I was like that guy looks really tall. Like, mm-hmm. like he looks like he um is taking up a lot of room in the front seat of that car. And so I jumped in the car and I was like, yeah, this guy's definitely tall. And then um I we got out at the first person's place and he he stands up out of the car and I'm like holy shit that guy is so tall i was like don't say anything don't say anything he gets it he probably gets it all the time he probably hates it <laughs> and he was like yeah so you probably noticed i'm really tall and i'm like okay thank <laughs> you for saying that wait six, six foot yeah, ten
0: what's six that, six that a ten, centimeter yeah. what's that in centimeters?
1: i don't know but it's too tall to walk through a standard size door it's oh a my- duck under doorways
0: six foot ten wait just let me do a quick uh, google search because that's ridiculous Six foot ten. That's two uh oh, two meters. Uh two meters. That's like an NBA player. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so uh, the other question I had for him was like, did he play basketball? But I also didn't ask Classic. that because tall people hate that question.
0: Classic, yeah. Um so,
1: so I waited for him to tell me that he actually did play college basketball in America, Fair. and I'm like, oh, that's such a stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he is a basketballer as shout if you waste sh- your heart.
0: Shout out to Steve. But it might take yeah. a little bit of time for it to get from our height to his height. So this podcast might reach him in about 13 light years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He'll love that. Uh, Um, Yeah. So then I worked in community, um, but I think, I I guess I I had these expectations for what my new grad year would be. Right. And I wanted to be an MSK and even though like working with older people is great and I love them, Mm -hmm. I, I, was was unsupported in that environment because mm. I was by myself in my car, right? Like I would call Steve if I had questions, but I just felt like that wasn't the right place to be as a new grad because, like, y- you could do whatever weird thing you wanted and no one would ever see it. You know, yeah. know what I mean? And if you had a question, you would think about it at the time and then you probably forget it because mm. nobody's around. It's just you, you and your car, and you And I listen to so many podcasts and. So many so much music and I was like, okay, I'm getting really sick of this also I'm yeah. a very people person and yeah. I was like, I need I need another like human to talk to. Where are the people? um <laughs> so um I did that for a while, but then the whole time I was like, you're probably gathering. I was just like anxious brain the whole year, right I was looking for the next thing. I was like, I need to move on, move forward. I've been moving forward my entire life. I've been, you Mm. know, going, it was like school and then uni, and I'm going up and up and up and up. And then you just get like puffed out the top Mm -hmm. into the real career world. And it's kind of like, choose your own adventure after that. And I chose my own adventure and I didn't choose a very good adventure. And I was like, (laughs) I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. So I was always looking for the next right choice. And so I had a really good friend at the time. Um. Oh, I'm just sh- I'll shout out everyone. Shout out shout to Elliot them. Mears. Shout out Elliot, um, who helped me find a job in a yeah. private practice that he had previously worked at, and that yep. was um Regent Regent Street Physio. Yep. I don't know if you know them guys. In- yeah, in Newcastle. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've heard of them. they good things. I've heard good they,
1: things. Yeah, they are. So, like, they, they're pretty well known in Newcastle for being, like, um, they, they do a lot of education and they get a lot yeah. of like doctors in and um, host a lot of things for you Good to way. go and like you know listen to surgeons talk about things or specialists yeah. on certain topics talk about things so they're really great Perfect. so Elliot talked to the boss of yeah. that place and was like hey I got this friend like she's just had a rough go <laughs> if <Did> you do <laughs> have any work
0: <laughs> and yeah. he
1: met up with me and obviously liked me enough to give me a go but it was just um Some one of their physios had gone on maternity leave and they were like, okay, yeah, we actually do have some capacity at this time because they're a really busy practice. So I stepped in in her place. And you can imagine, right? So I've come from feeling like i am the worst physio that's ever come out of the university of newcastle yeah or or any university for that matter yeah into this clinic that's known in newcastle for having really good physios and really good education i mean really up to date on like evidence and yeah. like they've got lots of titled like the two people that own it have phd's they've got titled sports titled musk physios and i'm like mm-hmm. hello i suck <laughs> actually like i don't know what i'm doing here yeah. And so I had the worst case of imposter syndrome you could ever imagine. Yeah. And they just like threw me in the deep end, you know, they were like, okay. Cause they're a really busy practice. Like mm. the first day I turn up and it's like full list off you go. And I'm like, I don't know anything. Like what wow. is happening? Um, Which is like, it was like trial by fire really. Yeah. Um, But the physios there, shout out to all of them actually, were just like so nice, so supportive. And I learned so much.
0: Mm.
1: They actually took and took the time to talk to me to be and like no, no question was too stupid. I don't. I think that's what made mm. me feel good. No question mm. was too stupid. Um, there was like a good little room where all of the physios like sat to do their notes, which meant that there was like a, a lot of organic conversation around. You know, oh, I saw this thing. What do you think about this? Or mm. how would you approach this? Which meant I learned a lot by just like existing in that space.
0: For sure. Um.
1: And then, so I did that. I did that and the community job at the Mm -hmm. same time because Mm -hmm. it wasn't full time for six. The the back end of twenty twenty.
0: What was your split?
1: Uh, Okay. Oh gosh. So let me. For the first little bit, um, it was. I think I was doing four days in community mm-hmm. but some of them were half days that were split so I would do nine till two in in the community and I'd do three till seven at mm. Regent Street mm-hmm. and then there was some days that were like Friday was a full day at Regent yeah. Street and then eventually there was another full day
0: cool.
1: um but it ended up being more than a full-time load yeah. uh, at where when I was like, trying to manage the two because I didn't want to be a jerk to the clients that I had in community and just be like okay catch you later like peace out peace out nobody will help you now um <laughs> because I didn't have anybody to hand over to yeah
0: um
1: so the split was really hectic which just meant that like I was starting to feel more competent but I was still running on this anxious energy like go go mm-hmm. go 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 yeah um and so I did that for the back end of 2020 and then there was another job in there as well when I eventually handed over my client load in the community I still didn't have enough hours at Regent Street so I started doing like those hours that I dropped with community I picked up some of them at a place called Breaking Boundaries which is a neuro rehab place Mm -hmm. it's so Mm -hmm. um you're getting the chaos, right? So there yeah. was the first job in 2019 that didn't last until 2020. There was yep. the first MSK job in 2020 that lasted a couple of months, which was the longest couple of months of my life. I can't believe how short that was because it was yeah. so significant. It's so significant in my mind. Um, Then there was a the community job. Then there was Regent Street. And then there was breaking boundaries. And all of those fell within less than a 12-month period. So... That's the story, right? That's I think that it's I think that is most yeah. of the history of it. Yeah. But yeah, you could probably ask a million questions around that.
0: Oh, hundred percent. So what job are you in now?
1: Okay, right. Well, after the end of 2020, um, yeah. I was like, I can't do fifteen hundred jobs at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I need one and that will help my brain. Yeah. So I worked at a different private practice and then after that. I worked at a different one again until I mm. found the one that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I work at a place called Brightside Physio in Lambton, and it's mm-hmm. great, and I really like it. And I don't think I'm the worst physio in the world anymore, just by the by way, guys, I've um, got
0: over that. It's such a common issue that, not issue, but it's such a common thing that we hear as new grads is that. Um, that people think that they're the worst or that they're, they're not good enough. And do you have any advice to a new grad listening to this right now who potentially are maybe a couple months into their job, their first ever MSK job, and they do feel like they're the worst? Because coming from your story where you felt like you were the worst, what do you have any advice for them to, to come through it?
1: Yeah, well, I will tell them that I would say it definitely gets better. Like mm. you are... Uh, not supposed to be the best right now like 100%. that you, you you're you not the worst physio that ever came out of whatever university you came from the fact that you have enough cognitive reflective skills to say to think that you're bad means that you're probably not bad Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean like you, the, the worst physio in the world would be someone who's really bad but thinks that they're good yeah, so if you have <laughs> enough yeah so if you have enough self-reflection to go oh my gosh what i did then wasn't very good then that's mm. half the battle like you actually are you're going to improve if you mm. have the ability to say to think that about yourself so that is kind of helpful mm-hmm. but also it doesn't help you right now like you know you're still going to feel like you're not doing yeah. doing the best job um and then i would say to people figure out like what is it that makes you feel like you're bad like why why do you think that you're the worst and is it because you can't communicate very well do you feel like you're not hitting the like you know connecting with people very well or is it because you don't know how to manage certain injuries or things and that's what it was for me I was like I can uni kind of taught me how to diagnose a you know majority of the simple MSK things but they didn't really tell me what what to do after I figured out what was going on and so I was like, well, I feel like I'm letting people down and people are paying me money out of their own pockets so I can help them, but I don't feel very helpful. So the thing that made me feel better about myself was actually just learning more, like, you know, doing courses outside of, um, you know, outside of my work time and, and becoming more proficient and then thinking, okay, well, actually, no, I do have the skill set to help p- these certain population now, and so I'm not the worst.
0: Yeah, I love it. I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you a question. You said before, um, for example, you you were really good at able being able to diagnose that this is a grade two m MCL strain or tear, but you struggled initially. You struggled with with the now what question. So, what have you done to help with the now what and carry through their rehab?
1: Well, I think, oh gosh, I I would say that, um. Like I said, just before, like doing little courses, like, um, I really like, this is, sounds like a plug, but I really like physio network. I think that they're really good. Like they have their little masterclass thing. Mm. Um, so I've used a lot of those for like, you know, I don't really know about, um, that like radiculopathy and like lower mm. back pain was a really tricky one for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. As a new grad, I I was like, what the hell do I do with someone when they're that sore? There's a masterclass on that. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I know because I just listened to someone who's got 25 years of experience talk about how to manage those things. Yeah. Um, The other thing was that when I worked at this, this the place I worked at after 2020, so 2021, not where I currently work, but the practice mm. after that, there was a guy there um, called, his name's uh, Michael. And Mm. he was such a good teacher. So he would take, he like gave 90 minutes of his time each week Mm. uh, Mm. to work with myself and a couple of other like younger clinicians Mm. just to teach Mm. us like like the basics. Like basics, like we had, he pretty much talked to us. Like we knew our anatomy and that's all we knew. Mm. And Mm. he took us through from like toe to head Eat every little like thing that could go wrong MSK wise and we talk yeah. through, okay, you know, you this is a plan of fascia thing. Like what does that mean? What's yeah. the pathophysiology behind that? Yeah. Um, what kind of people might have that? Okay, you figured that out. What kind of things would you do to help with that? What kind of exercises would you give? Why would you give those exercises? How would you progress those? How would you regress those? Like we went through really, really, really slowly and that was really, really helpful.
0: That sounds like a, amazing. Michael, shout out to Michael, whoever you are. Yeah,
1: shout out to Michael.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's such a, it's such a blessing to have someone like this in, in your new grad or newish grad years to be able to break down all the stuff with you, hey?
1: Absolutely. And I think that's really important, like finding like a good teacher because mm-hmm. you can be in a clinic where you've got proficient physios, yeah. but that doesn't mean they know how to teach or communicate. To a new grad Mm. and a lot of them I've found in my experience get so far out of being a new grad that they actually don't remember how little a new grad knows and so they'll go to communicate or like teach a topic but they'll miss like they'll forget that the new grad doesn't know the base level stuff
0: yeah
1: to for you to like they're talking above their knowledge level and so you as a new grad you're like am I just stupid because I don't understand this this stuff that my you know mentor or supervisor is telling me but you're not stupid you just haven't been exposed to it yet and that's, that's not your right. fault
0: yeah load management it's like if you expose yourself to a, a, a heavy 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 uh weight that's way too heavy you're gonna probably get injured so you just gotta gradually expose yourself and then
1: that's exactly right build a Start robust life.
0: brain <laughs> well Kristen this has been an absolute journey and roller coaster listening to your new grad year and it's so good to have you on because it's important for the listeners um you know all three of you to know <laughs> to know that new grad year isn't always sunshine and rainbows and um there are lots of ups and downs but that's just part of being a physio is you've got to ride the waves and so I think through this Kristen you've become a stronger woman and meant both mentally and and physically as well so Thank you for sharing your experience.
1: No worries.
0: Cool. All right. Well, this is the end of our uh, today's episode. And um, if you have any questions, make sure to send them through to the Flexing Physio podcast. I mean, not podcast, the Instagram. And any final words from you, Kristen, before we say goodbye? No, no, not that I can think of. I'm too,
1: I'm too on the spot. I don't have anything cool
0: to say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool. That nah, you've already said everything cool is already covered in the podcast. So thank you again for your time, Kristen.